very warm welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you will enjoy this podcast. Hi Jignesh, thank you so much for joining us on Blitz Business. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much Ashish. It is uh, same privilege to connect and share our story. as you know the journey as an entrepreneur you know it better than uh, any of other uh, entrepreneur <laughs> wonderful let's get started then jignesh great uh, so first thing which came immediately to my mind was how did you came up with the name vaccine on the wheel i really want to know <laughs> so basically back in 2015 16 it was very uh, random incident happened where you know one of my friend uh took a half day leave uh, when in uh, basically i was uh, we were working in maruti suzuki in sales and marketing division mm-hmm. and uh, one of my uh, very close friend took a half day leave and uh, it was a genuine to ask him on the next day that uh, what was the reason that you took a half day leave hope everything is okay so he wow. uh, said that uh, his uh, he took a leave to get his child got vaccinated so out of curiosity my next question was that uh, so how come half day is required why don't you you know take it in half you can say half an hour or something like that mm. so mm. he said that the child is very small so obviously only mother cannot take it so mother also needs support and mm. uh, with that perspective we have to take an appointment we have to travel to the our pediatric doctor and we have to wait there after vaccination again we have to wait there and, and again oh. come back so it's it's almost you can say half a day affair which you know uh, required so then uh, i immediately asked myself that why can't a vaccination facility go to the uh, you can say society level or community level in terms mm. of uh, mobile vaccination service because mm. here we are talking about a healthy child which requires just a vaccination shot mm. so you do not require specific consultations and all these things Correct. so from there uh, we started working on that particular model but somehow we were not having you can say initial you can say knowledge how to you know start in or enter into the healthcare industry or the funding and the couple of other mm. questions so mm-hmm. we parked there and i still continued to work with uh, you can say uh, maruti suzuki till 2018 oh wow so that was the that's how you sort of um started contemplating and thinking you know there is something required in this space am i right true absolutely true that was the beginning or you can say turning point to think about those lines basically again you can say the problem statement was there but we were not ready with uh, need statement how we can you know translate it into the need and filling the gaps and 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 let me ask you a little candid question jignesh so what was that moment you know where you decided uh, i'm done with the corporate life i want to be a founder entrepreneur and that this is the moment like what went inside your head because that's a very difficult transition to take right a lot of risk and 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 shifting your sort of uh shifting yourself from a corporate environment to a startup environment where things are very uncertain in every direction when you look when you start so what was that what went into your head and you said like that's this is the moment like i am quitting and i want to start so basically this wasn't my first uh, entrepreneurial journey this was my second startup 
सो बैक इन टू थाउजेंड सेवन टू टू थाउजेंड टेन इट वॉज माई फर्स्ट स्टार्टअपेंट I started my, uh, you can say, own uh, company at a very small level in terms of it was a recruitment placement company, and uh, somehow we uh, tried working back and forth, but uh, couldn't make it up. So it was, uh, you can say that it was my mm-hmm. first uh, uh, startup which got failed, and mm-hmm. learned a lot of, uh, you can say, learnings that Absolutely. what things to mm-hmm. be done and what n- not to be done in, you can say, coming startup. Hmm. So then I pursued my MBA in 2010-12 uh, in uh, sales and marketing from IBS Hyderabad wherein I started having my inclination towards healthcare industry as I took up the uh, primary healthcare as my uh, you can say topic while doing the marketing research based uh, project so from there I inclined towards healthcare industry that i want to do something wherein uh, because uh, basically i uh, visited couple of primary health centers in in and around hyderabad just to see the how the government facilities are there what are the bottlenecks are there what are the issues faced by bottom of the pyramid population again rural and urban population so i got very much connected with the bottom of the pyramid population and uh, their challenges in terms of their cost implications and all these things so but back in those days again we were uh, not having the uh, know how for the healthcare industry and at the same time i'm coming from a middle class family so i was not having uh, funding access and at the same time we were not having our own seed funding to even you know support mm-hmm. 25 or 30 lakh rupees to start with mm-hmm. so i had to park my that you can say inclination towards healthcare industry and mm-hmm. then started working with maruti suzuki as uh, you can say uh, territory sales manager for 6 7 years but i never you can say gave up in terms of my dream to start a social enterprise uh, within the healthcare uh, industry mm-hmm. but uh, once we came up with this model vaccine on wheels again started working on uh, how to you know convert this idea into business model and all these things and then back in 2018 uh, i remember the even date and month also 11th april where um, one of my uh, guru and mentor from ibs hyderabad called me and asked me that uh, is you, uh, are you still hungry to start your own uh, healthcare based mm. startup and mm-hmm. my answer was immediately yes i am absolutely ready and always you know ready to take the risk wherein he introduced about the unique uh, one year fellowship program at iit hyderabad which is center for healthcare entrepreneurship okay and uh, that is a one year basically uh, research oriented program where it is a residential program so you go there you spend time in the healthcare industry where uh, almost we can say around 4 or 5 months we did clinical immersion in various uh, departments of uh, hospitals starting from primary care or opd or you can say uh, pathology labs or uh, even we uh, observed couple of surgeries just okay. to identify the problem identify the uh, current problems which are there in the you can say industry wow. and that's how 
so basically i quit maruti suzuki in 2018 uh, and joined this one year research fellowship program and then the gradually we built over the model wow i mean i cannot stress enough on the fact that you know uh, so i met many people uh, in terms of we've started business in healthcare but they come from a different background right uh, but it's it's very crucial you know to have a, at least you had a training i can say quote unquote formal or informal but you understand i think that's very important to because healthcare is a very tricky subject uh, but if you are able to understand and uh, uh, this sort of training definitely helps you to get started and to be able to speak that language at first place i will say true so the, this this uh, you can say the platform of iit hyderabad uh in terms of you can say which is a stanford bio design based process uh, right. which is followed at center for healthcare entrepreneurship mm-hmm. which uh helped in a big way and that was the turning point so back in uh, you can say in 2018 when the it was basically application based program where you have to apply for this program and then you have a two days of interview and uh, if you pass through that you can say two days of interviews you get selected so out of around you can say 1500 plus applications around 26 got shortlisted for uh, two days of interview we went there for interview and after two days they selected around uh, you can say 11 uh, fellows uh, who will continue for the program mm-hmm. so uh, the, the point which i'm trying to say that uh, back in 2012 due to which uh, i was not able to start my own healthcare uh, sector driven you can say uh, social enterprise there mm-hmm. were two challenges which i had one the lack of healthcare industry knowledge mm-hmm. and the second was access to the funding correct and uh, both problems were uh, you know uh, able to solve in the platform at uh, which is provided by iit hyderabad and uh, i could able to you know solve the first problem in terms of getting the know how and closely got industry which built up my confidence that even if you do not have healthcare based education or you are you have not closely worked or you can say out of you can say 11 12 years of experience you are not having any experience in healthcare you mm-hmm. can you know start healthcare based enterprise and the second was uh, followed gradually in terms of getting the funding support oh wonderful wonderful so what has been your uh, jignesh so if you can tell us a little bit about vaccine on wheels how uh what are the services currently you're offering and what sort of what is your business model where all you are operating uh if you can uh, share some details around these points certainly so basically uh if you talk about vaccine on wheels uh, we started journey with an aim to immunize india's underserved population by ensuring access to quality vaccination for all and uh, we started in 2019 uh, wherein uh, we introduced our first doctor based mobile vaccination clinic so when we introduced our first uh, doctor based mobile vaccination clinic it was again india's first doctor based mobile vaccination clinic because in 2018 19 uh, there was no concept called mobile vaccination clinic which is dedicatedly focusing on vaccination uh, services and uh, so basically vaccine on wheels takes mobile vaccination facilities near to communities within rural and urban areas by creating hospital like sterile setups to vaccinate all age group focusing on specifically bottom of the pyramid population at no cost and uh, if you talk more about uh, the facilities on infrastructure which we are providing then uh, mobile vaccination clinics are equipped with all necessary infrastructure including doctor 
nurses as vaccinator emergency wow. kit to handle adverse events following immunization and uh, again it carries ambulance also so that in case any emergency situation happens the doctor is there with the emergency kit available to handle the situation and most importantly the cold chain equipments are also available to maintain the cold chain for vaccines and uh, if we talk now then with our doctor based mobile vaccination clinic so far we have served uh, 40 districts within six states with more than 185 mobile vaccination clinics with the again ultimate aim to reach the unreached and underserved population wherein uh, so far we have vaccinated more than 2 million uh, underserved population by taking the vaccination facility at the grassroots level that's very and, impressive uh, yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was a very impressive <laughs> you can say very challenging journey and uh, when we you can say uh, look backward and what we see today it mm. was it was a very fascinating journey it you can say uh, every day was a new day every day was a new challenge and uh, if you talk about the services which we are providing and mm. in terms of serving this 2 million population so we are basically providing uh, routine immunization for infants and children then uh, cervical cancer vaccine for adolescent girls and women till the age of 45 years which again in india there is uh, almost you can say zero knowledge about uh, getting vaccinated for cervical cancer vaccine i would say this is the only cancer which has vaccine available to prevent the cancer so we uh, started working in 2019 20 in terms of creating awareness and uh, providing uh, cervical cancer vaccination to the adolescent girls so far you can say we have vaccinated more than 2000 girls and women even back in 2019 immediately after launching our first mobile vaccination clinic we conducted vaccination camp in uh, infosys campus which was our uh, one of the uh, you can say largest uh, corporate in terms of conducting uh-huh. corporate vaccination drive and, and again in in pune that was the first vaccination drive which we conducted for cervical cancer vaccine mm-hmm. and out of these two million but that we also provide uh, yeah sorry sorry uh, let me just you can say sure. uh, i'll just you know finish the overall services which we have been catering to sure. so apart from that we also provide adult vaccination other than covid vaccination nowadays if you talk about covid uh, adult vaccination then people misinterpret that you know covid vaccination is the only <laughs> vaccination which is there yeah. for adult vaccination <laughs> but back in 2019 20 we have conducted couple of vaccination camps in corporate providing vaccination for flu vaccination then uh, typhoid hepatitis a and hepatitis b vaccine and uh, obviously now we can say that uh, after 2021 when covid vaccination got introduced we uh, again uh, came into the business of you can say serving uh, covid vaccination wherein covid vaccination was just another vaccination for us so out of these 2 million um, vaccinations uh, you have done uh, so what has been the uh, what sort of vaccinations are we talking about uh, are there any set of category particular category of vaccines which you have administered or what exactly uh, is it related to 
so basically we are talking about uh, different kind of vaccines as i said primarily because covid vaccination was everywhere since last uh, you can say one year or more than a year mm-hmm. our uh, majority uh, you can say vaccination numbers are from covid 19 vaccination but at okay. the same time we have also provided vaccination for cervical cancer vaccine for girls which is okay. we call it hpv vaccination routine immunization for infants and children the moment a child takes birth at the age of 6 ma- uh, you can say 6 week child requires couple of vaccines and thereafter child requires multiple vaccination so recently uh, if i talk about routine immunization recently we have launched our 6 mobile vaccination units in meghalaya uh wherein uh, we are closely uh, working in partnership with uh, meghalaya state government to uh, uh, take the vaccination services in the most unreached hilly areas of meghalaya and uh, we have been able to vaccinate uh, you can say conduct uh, uh, one of the other vaccination drive to cover two or three villages a day with one unit and uh, the journey is very fascinating again uh, when we see down the line that you know uh the children or you can say uh, mother are taking advantage of this mobile vaccination facility wherein we can proudly say that if we were not there uh yeah. this people might not have you know when you know uh, uh, got vaccinated so early be it routine immunization or be it covid 19 vaccination i can imagine it's it's, it's a very fulfilling work i must say <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we can we can uh, that that's a satisfaction which is you know driving us so what what how does jignesh so how does so you mention uh, for the underserved population uh, it's no cost so how, what is your business model because uh, you have to do the upfront cost right in terms of setting up the infrastructure true the the vehicles equipments and then there is the maintenance cost so what is exactly uh, so two parts what is your business model and how do you plan to sustain it yes so basically uh, the way every business has multiple segments we have multiple segments that is uh, business to government or uh, b2g we call it b2g or b2c or b2b so as i said we conducted vaccination drive in uh, uh, you can say uh, corporates while providing vaccination to their employees so over there the corporates are the one who are paying for our vaccination service and when it comes to b2c where we have uh, conducted or we do conduct vaccination camps in the uh, societies or you can say gated communities where parents are the direct uh, 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 you can say customers who are availing our services for their children as well as the adult population who are residing in then that community and uh, when we come back to you can say even b2c uh, within b2c we also cater to vaccination which are not covered by government which is again uh, becomes huge uh, opportunity in terms of reaching the unreached population uh, for example i would say that uh, government is not able to provide each and every vaccination that will remain always in future to come also because it is not possible for uh, developing country to uh, like you can say india to provide all kind of vaccinations free of cost for example uh, as i said cervical cancer vaccine the cost of one dose is around uh, you can say uh, 3500 wherein the girl child between the age of 9 to 14 require two doses so the total 
uh, cost is you can say more than seven thousand, which becomes massive. And uh, we do not have currently the local manufacturer, Indian manufacturer is basically. And uh, similarly, there are other vaccines like you can say typhoid, chickenpox, hepatitis A, which are not covered by government. Uh, so we also cater to those kind of needs in terms of. providing a low cost vaccination services to the bottom of the pyramid population who are actually taking vaccination from the government then we have a segment that is b2g where we are where we are providing our services to government and the services uh, to the beneficiaries are free of cost wherein uh, either government uh, is able to you can say uh, take our services uh, from their own pocket or sometimes we take help of uh, csr partners wherein csr partners will come up with uh, you can say csr funding which will help us to uh, introduce mobile vaccination units to take a, take vaccination services at the grassroots level which will be free of cost for both government as well as the beneficiaries wonderful and uh, have you raised any funding or do you plan to raise any capital e- uh yeah so far we haven't raised funding uh, initially we got uh, you can say grant support from belan brenda gates foundation in partnership with iit hyderabad which was uh, 1 lakh us dollar back in uh, 2019 20 when i was uh, pursuing this research fellowship program in uh, iit hyderabad okay. uh, so uh, over there uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation came up with you can say global grand challenges where they come up with the challenge and we apply for the you can say solution catering to the challenge which we are talking about. So uh, during 2018, we, uh, I applied for this particular challenge which was in and around uh, serving the uh, bottom of the pyramid population with the uh, innovative concept. wherein we can increase the overall vaccination penetration and the in challenge to that particular uh, problem we came up with the concept called doctor based mobile vaccination clinic wherein we were one of the 56 startups who got uh, funded uh, from bill and melinda gates foundation again out of you can say 19 countries back in 2018 19 wonderful and uh, do you so, so that was you... our first grant funding and after that grant funding uh, so far uh, we haven't raised any funding you can say seed funding or you can say pre series a funding which we are now looking forward for to raise it mm-hmm. and jignesh what 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 is your plan in terms of uh, do you want to expand within this particular segment for example add more vaccination or other things or are you looking to explore to tap into adjacencies also or provide other services yes definitely so basically uh, let me let me put it in other way that uh, we at jivika healthcare are working towards our vision of building affordable equitable and convenient primary healthcare ecosystem for the bottom of the pyramid within urban as well as rural india so in achieving our vision in 2019 we introduced our first initiative of vaccine on wheels in uh, november 2021 that is last year we have introduced our next initiative of cancer care on wheels in taking cancer screening facility near the rural population and oh, wow. 
if you talk about uh, future then in coming months we are geared up to introduce our one more initiative of medical care on wheels taking primary healthcare facility near the umbrella of uh, under the umbrella of uh, mobile medical services to provide the basic medical services to the grassroots level especially for villages where the medical facility is not available and uh, uh, at the same time uh, in coming months uh, so that's whatever you can say uh, goal wherein we are going to build a digital platform to integrate primary healthcare service through all initiatives that are you can say vaccine on wheels cancer care on wheels and medical care on wheels and with that regard when we want to scale up our services uh, basically we are looking forward uh, for building a ecosystem where we will be you can say pioneer in the space of mobile medical service provider again under the umbrella of broader umbrella of primary healthcare services and that's why uh, wherein the you can say our next approach is wherein we want to scale up in all this initiatives in coming year and uh, wherein we are looking forward for you can say investment opportunities and and if i can ask just going back a little bit so uh, you mentioned about the bio design framework i'm very fascinated on that subject so what has been your learning for our listeners if you can share couple of them the key things which you sort of uh, I, i know it's a complete framework and it might not justify in couple of sentences but if you want to summarize your learning in uh, a couple of statements uh, in terms of the bio design framework or your takeaways from that sort of fellowship what will you say you know what will it be yeah so basically uh, the one year research based residential program helped to understand the healthcare sector from close uh, quarters again identifying various issues faced by diverse stakeholders within the uh, you can say ecosystem of uh, healthcare so wherein uh, the program helped in uh, such a way wherein you know to understand bottleneck issues in different different uh, uh, delivery uh, or you can say service delivery mechanism which is there in the healthcare sector starting from you can say primary healthcare while delivering the uh, primary healthcare services then uh, you talk about the tertiary hospital or you can say uh, multi specialty hospital again uh, be it you can say the pathology labs or providing diagnostic services so we could able to understand and so basically the program was there for us to observe the uh, what kind of problems are faced in the current ecosystem by different different eco, you can say uh, stakeholders so for example uh, when when i talk about you can say uh, we started learning one of the uh you can say uh, bottleneck issue in the vaccination delivery model in india wherein the first initial uh, gap was there you know more than 30% of infants children and pregnant women are left over with the basic vaccination facility uh, despite government is giving free of cost vaccination and when we again you can say drill down underst- understanding or you can say doing the survey at the grassroots level understanding from the asha worker or anganwadi worker or you can say anm who is taking the vaccination uh, who is providing the vaccination and at the same time the beneficiaries who are not able to take the vaccination facility so we could understood that uh, there are various uh, cost of availing service is there so which we call it the vaccine is free 
but uh, to avail that service you need to invest something which is in the form of you can say lost wages or travel cost or travel time and mm. because of those inconveniences bottom of the pyramid population is not able to take the vaccination and at the same time even if you talk about middle class or upper middle class population they also have one of the other inconveniences and so basically this program helped to understand the uh, problem statement then identifying the need statement that who is requiring this service and who is going to be your customer who is going to pay for your service hmm. so those all questions we could identify before uh, we can say we launch the services and obviously you must be knowing that to uh, once we have the uh, detailed understanding that what is the problem what all can be you can say uh, you can say need statements who all are your stakeholders in terms of whom you are going to provide the service who is going to your payer and then we come up with the you can say multiple solutions and once we come up with multiple solutions we came up with top 3 solution and then we put it in the business model canvas and then you can say we started working on uh, going forward so ajignesh uh, was the idea of vaccination uh, you mentioned right one during when you were working it sort of you know uh, was it something you had in mind or you worked upon during uh, your fellowship or uh, your in terms of so in terms of idea discovery right so uh, your I, your thought was in terms of to refine this idea and see how it can uh work or were you open to explore other sectors within healthcare also so uh, that that's a very interesting question so during the journey of uh, this research fellowship at uh, center for healthcare entrepreneurship we came up with uh, you can say more than 400 problem statements Mm-hmm. and uh, out of those 400 problem statements if we drill down to you can say category wise out of you can say uh, 50 were different you can say problems catering to different you can say business model business you can say different uh, product or services and uh, uh, we had couple of you can say uh, product based innovations also and uh, but but before so and then one of the you can say uh, need was providing uh, vaccination services and in terms of you can say uh, building the ecosystem in terms of uh, mobile vaccination drive that was one of the you can say need or you can say solution as well but before filtering uh, out of you can say so out of 400 we have to filter you can say top needs based on couple of filters like uh, is the problem really big is the problem really scalable Mm. is there is a need for the problem at the mm. pan india level or mm. you have just seen the problem within the hyderabad because our program mm. was uh, situated at hyderabad so Correct. we have seen the program we have seen the problem live in the hyderabad but we had to verify it in different different uh, you can say uh, geographies and mm. so for that uh, we filtered out you can say three or four uh problems and then we as as a team you know had to reach out to multiple you can say states or districts just to understand that whether the problem is there in the, in the different part of country or not so as part of that particular journey i visited kolkata 
Pune, uh, Kolhapur and Bangalore just to understand that uh, the problems which you have chosen whether it is there in different parts of the country or not so yeah. uh, there was another problem which was I was working during these days was uh, uh, the you can say uh, cardiac arrest and uh, so basically a CPR based machine or you can say uh, so basically in India there is no awareness about giving CPR if anyone uh, came across you can say cardiac arrest and obviously the mortality rate is quite high because of lack of awareness and mm-hmm. not having uh, enough infrastructure so we mm-hmm. uh, as as a team could you know come up with a particular uh, product which will you know uh, act as a uh, manual cpr but again uh, which will guide in terms of uh, instantly guide the person on how to give the cpr and all these things but uh, so before uh, you can say going into more into solution, we uh, you know had to interact with the uh, cardiac surgeons. We had to interact with the multiple uh, hospitals, understanding that if we come up with this kind of uh, you can say uh, product or service, who will be the buyer? Whether India is ready to that kind of product based innovation or not? So then uh, we looked back and we understood that, you know, based on the feedback from the industry experts, we uh, had to, uh, you know, conclude that, you know, this particular product is not going to be future on immediate basis, maybe in future to come. Maybe if if the same product uh, would be there in maybe you can say developed countries, that might be a good solution. But it was it wasn't for India, basically. So then then the second uh, product or service, which was uh, vaccine on wheels. And what was the third and fourth, if I can ask, if it came through your filtering mechanism? So that was, yeah, so that was, again, uh, we did our uh, clinical immersion at uh, AIG, if I recall the name, Asian Institute of Gastro uh, Institute, which Mm -hmm. is there in Hyderabad, which is one of the big uh, gastro-based hospital. Uh, so we uh, seen basically endoscopy if you 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 mm-hmm. must be aware about it you know endoscopy mm-hmm. uh, procedure so uh, in a day they used to perform almost you can say more than 1000 endoscopy in the hospital oh. which mm-hmm. is uh, high, uh, biggest in you can say india and uh, so that requires a specific instrument which is again uh, designed which is not manufactured in india which is uh, manufactured in mainly japan uh, is there and uh, so there were a couple of you can say need uh, problem statements were there so basically the endoscopy which is a basically device which is uh, very costly and at the same time uh, there are a couple of ex- uh, accessories can be built around it like for example after every endoscopy surgery because there is a wire which is going inside a uh, mm. body through the mouth so uh, after that procedure it should be properly cleaned before the same device is being used for another person or another okay. patient. So uh, there is no automated device which you know uh, which can uh, uh, do the cleaning properly, and it is again manual. And when it comes to manual, the person who is you know working for that particular cleaning job, he will not have motivation to do the you know uh, very rigorous <laughs> cleaning for the you can say next procedure correct so uh, we could observe that thing and uh, not just that hospital so we could observe in the settings of pune also and uh, that's how you know uh, we came to know that you know the problem is there 
across the you can say uh, settings so we came up with the solution that you know we can design one automated machine which will you know solve this purpose but again uh, we have to again see that whether there is uh, you can say uh, any other competition is available or not and all these things so we saw that you know there is a so w- when we start seeing the problem we immediately you know go into the model that you know okay there is a problem is there we can go back to the need is there but while filtering we have to see that whether there is a competition is there whether there is a need is there so we interact with the doctor so if we come up with this particular device will you buy it for 60 or 70000 or something then doctor uh, who are running their own uh, endoscopy uh, based procedures they used to say no the kind of you can say you know there is no need basically uh, whatever i am doing with my assistant they are able to do it and as such i am going to require their assistant and he is not the additional manpower and all these things so those kind of interviews helped us to filter the problems wow Wow, I mean, uh, so so you, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm running short of words. So, um, so you avoided all the hardware aspect and focused on you know uh, uh, much more scalable problem statement, if I can say. Or I, I mean, it's a very interesting. Yeah. Pro- so uh, yeah. So one of the filtering uh, criteria was uh, what is the background of team. Hmm. so Correct. i was coming from you can say uh, service background where i worked with the maruti suzuki and hmm. i was coming from you can say process system driven uh, business models in terms of again scale and you can say volume so uh, based on those you can say filtering uh, the filtering also uh, you can say gave strength or you can say uh, additional points so every filtering we were having almost you can say 40 to fil- uh, 50 filtering points before we filter to any problem statement before we filter to any need statement before we filter to any you can say uh, final solution and uh, vaccine on wheels or you can say mobile vaccination clinic service was one of the need which was uh, getting attracted based on you can say my uh, you can say the background as well mm-hmm. uh and uh, in terms of uh, for example uh, it skipped my mind um, yes uh, so uh, are you uh, now in your new role are you still focused on sales uh, because of your background or are you still aggressive in sales or what do you focus on from your perspective so basically uh, the job of ceo is multitasking not limited only in business development or sales but obviously when it comes to sales or you can say business development uh, i am very much aggressive based on your uh, my previous experience and right. uh, for any business the driving force is the yes. you can say revenue generation yes and that is the most important aspect and uh, which as a you can say ceo which is uh, inbuilt in my uh, dna or you can say inheritance based on mm-hmm. my you can say 11 years of experience yes. that is basically one of the uh, success factor when it comes to uh, mm. vaccine on wheels became the you can say success Correct. obviously then other roles which i am able to play uh, because i had you can say experience as a uh, you can say hr professional also during my first startup so mm-hmm. hr is hr department i also closely work and uh, being an entrepreneur or you can say being a founder and ceo you have to closely work with finance department so 
these are the two to three departments i've worked very closely and uh, my partner krunal mehta he looks after you can say overall hr plus supply chain and operations and uh, what do you enjoy the most sales still or finance <laughs> uh so frankly speaking uh finance uh i do enjoy in terms of uh, macro as well as micro level in terms of uh, in and out and what is going in terms of you know uh, where to do the major cost cutting obviously we have a finance head which is again a chartered accountant so i do not need to go that much detailing into finance department but overall i am able to take care in terms of in terms of cash flow and uh, projections for the future because that is something which uh, entrepreneur has to take care by its own in terms of what is the vision what is the uh, you can say cash reserves which you are going to spare for in you can say coming months or coming years for but overall uh, when it comes to uh, you can say operations in terms of because scale uh, we we saw a drastic scaling from one unit to you can say 150 plus units from you can say 15 employees back in 2019 to 1000 plus employees so uh, we were scaling up in you can say matter of no time in last one year itself we scaled to such a high level so overall my experience with maruti suzuki helped in terms of defining process systems and going to the micro level in terms of you know how to look after you can say various processes and systems while uh, that is the only way when you know uh, if you are scaling up the process and system is only going to uh, help you where again i am good at into <laughs> wonderful jignesh it was such a pleasure you know to talk and understand and in such a methodical way you explain everything i mean it really reflects so um, um uh, one final question i would like to ask you is um, uh, if you if you were to go back in time you know if you were to do things differently uh, from scratch uh, if you were given the power to look back and in hindsight do things differently what will be that one thing uh while building vaccine on wheels you would have done differently very challenging question <laughs> <laughs> you just need to apply a couple of filters so i'm very... sure you will <laughs> uh, so it was very challenging time you know we introduced our services in uh, december 2019 we got our uh, you can say first customer uh, initial corporate customer as uh, infosys and uh, uh, biotech company and a couple of others and in then the month of march we were about to close couple of corporate deals and uh, we could see that you know we were going to be very good uh, player and at the same time in the month of march april we again launched india's first interest free emi based vaccination service mm-hmm. but unfortunately the pandemic situation uh, could not help us or you can say could not drive our both the initiatives in terms of tapping the corporates for adult vaccination which was uh, again uh, nowhere in indian uh, ecosystem mm-hmm. and uh, providing you can say emi based uh, interest free vaccination services to the bottom of the pyramid population uh again we could do the uh, little pilot model uh, implementation but again uh, we launched in march april and again 
the wave uh, hit us or you can say hit the world very hard wherein we couldn't you know uh, scale it up so maybe if pandemic could not be there uh, we would have been different in terms of you know focusing on corporate vaccination and at the same time using the corporate revenue which we are getting in serving the bottom of the pyramid population through interest free emi based vaccination services so that is what we look for uh, look forward for that we will you know earn a higher margin from the corporates and we will use those higher margin while serving the bottom of the pyramid population when in we were hardly earning you can say 5 to 10% of margin but the you can say volumes Uh, would have been very higher wherein uh, for the bottom of the pyramid population so but now again uh, so i would say in 2019 or 20 which we wanted to do which will again do it after almost you can say uh, two two and two half years, years. Yeah. and uh, yeah so now we are going to again started working towards that and maybe by you can say first week of april we are going to launch our emi based interest free vaccination services but again uh we learned with lot many challenges so implementing that model now would have been very easy because we have learned uh, you can say micro aspects of uh, vaccination industry now we know it better or, or rather i would say now we are the only one who knows who know it better that what is going to work uh, right and what is not working right while serving the bottom of the pyramid population so our so back in 2020 if we would have launched it and uh, we might have failed miserably mm. but now if we launch it we will make it more corrections and uh, we we are going to make sure that you know this is going to be a next successful business model in days to come which will be again beneficial for the overall indian economy economy or you can say uh, economic sector as well and 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 didn't covid vaccination sort of helped drive any sort of growth or volumes yeah that is obviously one good aspect that you know if covid vaccination would not have been there we might not able to you know uh, you can say scale up or you can say we might not be able to hmm. uh, multiply or you can say grow by 50 times hmm. which we did in you can say a matter of just one year maybe after one or two years we might be able to do it and we might have to take the route of you can say seed funding hmm. uh, in uh, 2020 or 2021 which we did not did not require uh, because uh, covid vaccination helped us to uh, make it uh, sustainable and grow very fast hmm. wonderful uh, you can say obviously yes. blessings in disguise oh yes yes absolutely i mean uh, there always comes an opportunity in different different forms so uh, but yeah definitely look forward to the uh, emi zero interest emi based vaccine and that's very interesting uh, concept uh, so we'll definitely look forward and hope you can successfully and skill Uh, all this initiative i think that's a wonderful work you are doing jignesh so uh, again thank you so much for coming over and it was a real pleasure to have you and understand uh, all the things all the interesting things you are currently doing thank you thank you so much to you ashish for you know taking me to the uh, you can say uh, history and uh, connecting <laughs> dots and uh, making my you can say last 10 years of journey kicking and live in terms of you know 
how those days were starting from you can say 2010 then 2016 then 2018 19 and last three years specifically was every day a challenge and now where we are you know sitting and going forward how we see ourselves as a you can say a mobile uh, pioneer in the space of mobile medical service provider